Devotional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 248, and welcome back to my front porch here in Phoenix, Arizona. Hope you are doing well. Hope you are staying healthy during this time. Boy, oh boy, I tell you what, uh, this uh, Omnicrom or whatever they call it is just hitting people like crazy. I mean, Taddy and I are noticing at church today, we're like, man, it feels like it's half full. You know, like people just getting wiped out by this thing. So, you know, our, I kind of went through our family. I, thankfully, it didn't really impact us or affect us all that much, but... I mean, it's really impacting a lot of people, and uh, it's so interesting. I, I started thinking, long story, but basically uh, on, on in a similar light, but like, you know, Patty and I have been budgeting to try to do some house repairs, so we finally go purchase the things that we need to, and then the washer dies today like it just dies and it's like what is happening you know and so it's like covid kind of feels a little bit like that like you're finally getting in this mode of like making plans and moving forward or whatever people whatever version of moving forward people are talking about and then something like this kind of steps in and kind of calms everybody out. I mean, I was like super excited to get going with this year. And I was like, okay, it took a turn. And that's okay. Not a turn for the bad necessarily, but just okay. I can't be in the office. I got to quarantine. Like try to be wise, you know, try to not get people sick and stuff like that. But this is the season. And it's kind of like, you know, we're we're trying to do the right thing financially and put money aside. And, you know, we don't really do debt. And and guess what? Now you get to spend more money because your washing machine went out. And so, so much of life is like that. Like you're going one way and then all of a sudden there's just this, this, this really interesting turn. Um, I, I use this passage often because it's my favorite passage. But And it's the first episode I ever did on this podcast. But Ecclesiastes 7.13 helps us. Who can make straight what God has made crooked? Right? Like there's this plan that's in place and it doesn't make much sense to us but God is in complete control like he's not surprised by any of this he's not caught off guard and so uh, I think in some ways just kind of like getting people to go hey everybody like let's just keep moving forward day by day you know like Matthew 6 is going like tomorrow's too much like just worry about today tomorrow's problems too much just deal with what you got today. Deal with the joys and the delights and grateful. I'm alive. I'm happy. The small things, so grateful. Um, and then also just kind of keep your perspective and focused in on like, listen, I'm not going to let this take me down, wipe me out. Like tomorrow is a new day, but I'm going to deal with what I got to deal with today. And the same God that's in control of today is the same God that's in control of tomorrow. We going to be all right. Uh, but just that perspective I think is really really important especially when you got plans and they kind of go a different way and you're like man that stinks but that's okay so uh, thanks for all of you who continue to listen those of you who continue to give on uh, monthly on patreon and those of you who just randomly send me a little gifts I really really appreciate it thank you so much and for those of you who have bought in the devotional and, and want to support that thank you so much front porch devotional you can get it on Amazon um, really, really, really thankful for all of you who have uh, supported that, and uh, it means a lot to me. So, okay, this passage. Okay, I'm gonna we're gonna be in Jeremiah. I I was listening to this uh, book. I I kind of do a hybrid. There's some books I listen to, other books I read. Um, but 
usually I'm, I'm reading every day or I'm reading and listening. But this book brought out this passage, and I have not. I was in church today, and this passage popped in my head. I was like, man, I got. I just got to work through this passage. And I, I think I'm going to teach it here in about a month. And it really, really is impacting me. So it's Jeremiah uh, 17, uh, 5 through 6. I'm going to finish it um in the next podcast, in, in episode 249. But basically, uh, the passage says this. Um, this is what the Lord says. Cursed, he's speaking to Israel, cursed is the one who trusts in man, who draws strength from mere flesh, and whose heart turns away from the Lord. That person will be like a bush in the wastelands. They will not see prosperity when it comes. They will dwell in the parched places of the de- desert, in a salt land where no one lives. All right, I'll read it again. This is what the Lord says. This is Jeremiah 17, 5 through 6. Cursed is the one who trusts in man, who draws strength from your flesh and whose heart turns away from the Lord. That person will be like a bush in the wasteland. They will not see prosperity when it comes. They will dwell in the parched places of the desert in a salt land where no one lives lives when we first moved to arizona completely unaware of the heat and i I don't know if you've ever been here but in the summer it's like 118 degrees you can get up to like 118 119 i mean crazy hot crazy hot well we went to this really cool nursery we bought lemon trees that's all patty and i wanted with lemon trees we planted these lemon trees watered them and they just they would give us a couple little lemons here and there, but we were always a bit frustrated by the growth. So I told Patty, I was like, I think I got to move it. And of course, Patty's like, I don't think that's a good idea. I was like, no, no, no. Let's put a different tree, a bigger tree in its place. I'll just move it over here to the side and maybe it'll grow. I, I dug that thing out all the way down and I planted it in a different area of the lawn. And it just died a very, very terrible death. You know, just like misery, it would, it would, it went from having like 20 lemons to like five to like one and then just death. And so when I was reading this passage, I couldn't get that lemon tree out of my head. So much hope, so much desire, um, but it just wasn't planted right. And it, it was kind of catching roots in one spot. And then I picked it up and transported it in another spot and, and it just wasn't good and what i really love about this passage is i love how god is so direct through the prophet jeremiah so direct i don't know if you pick this up he is not trying to be vague you know there's oftentimes i think when you read jesus and you're like man what what is he talking about there like man that that one's hard like a millstone around a neck if you make a kid stumble and you'd be tossed in the and tossed in the ocean you're like i don't what do i do with that like in this particular path, God is not vague at all. It's not, he's not vague at all. He's very, very direct. This is what happens when you choose to not listen to me. And this is what happens when you choose over and over and over to listen to humanity. A creation over the creator. It just goes bad. And I'd say one of the frustrating things that that I've uh, that I've experienced, uh, you know, I've been a pastor for 23 years, um, and a lot of what I experience with people, I often find myself like, oh, you know, Scripture talks about, don't forget about that log in your own eyes. You're looking for the speck 
in someone else's eye. And so oftentimes when I see things in other people, I find them in myself. But this one is a real one is people talking quite often about how God's not clear. Like he, he's not speaking to me and he's not clear. I wish he would just tell me what to do. I wish he would tell me where to go. I tell, I wish he would tell me that this is the right guy or that he would tell me which guy or which girl. And like, like this is a common vernacular that people have. And I would say this is a very human vernacular that most of us have, many of us had. We just want a clear answer. We want a clear answer. And so here's what I started thinking through as I started processing through this passage. And then that reality that I just brought out for us is this, that God has spoken. And for many of us, we're choosing not to listen to that, but we want him to like now answer all these other things. And, and, and I just had this thought, like, why would he say more? If we're rebelling against what he's already said, why would he tell us more? Now, he's gracious, he's merciful, he's kind. He's, he's way more merciful and kind than I am, uh, obviously. Uh, because I'd have been like, no, dude, I'm not talking to you. No, I told you what to do. Go look it up. You know, that kind of thing. But, <laughs> but uh, no, it's just, I, I just kept thinking, like, he's, he's given us truth in, in Scripture. It's not like he doesn't continue to speak to us, but he's speaking to us through what he's already spoken. And if we're rebelling against that, then we're going to really struggle to hear anything else that he might tell us. And so the question is, then, what is God trying to say here? What has he already said, and what is he saying? He's saying this, stop listening to men and start listening to, to me. I mean, think about how gratifying it is to get an answer to something that's bothering you, right? Something you're trying to figure out, and then you get that answer, and you kind of solve that problem. And what do we do when we get that answer that gratifying answer, and, and we solve that problem, what do we do? We move on. We move on. And here's what humanity has done. They said, oh, wow, look at that. I bet you we can commercialize that. And that's exactly what our culture has done. We have commercialized this. There are algorithms that are programmed to give you a dopamine hit so that you feel like so gratified as you keep coming back to it and coming back to it and coming. It's going to solve my problems. It's going to give me the answer. It's going to tell me what to do. CNN's going to tell me where to go and who I should vote for and who's in the right and who's in the wrong. Fox is going to tell me who's in the right and who's the wrong and who I should vote for and what team I should, right? Over and over. Yeah, I mean, you could pick it. You could pick your newspaper. You could pick NPR. Like, what do you want to pick? Wherever we're getting information, it is feeding us. We've got the answers. We can solve your problems. Keep coming to us. And my question is this, is it working? <laughs> is it working for our call? Has it, is it making things better? No, I, I, I truly don't think so. I truly, truly don't 
think so. And so what's the byproduct of living our lives this way? Our culture, living our lives like we're not listening to Scripture, not listening to God, not following His ways. But boy, oh boy, oh boy, we're just getting crushed and not getting dopamine hit after dopamine hit after dopamine hit. And one way we wake up and we're like, what is happening? So what's the byproduct of all this? And this is harsh, but it is real. And, and Jeremiah lays it out. By the way, Jeremiah is the weeping prophet. He's weeping because the people continue to rebel against what is true and right. And here's what he says from the Lord. That you're going to be like a bush in a wasteland. If I kind of elaborate that out. You're going to burn up and you're going to burn out. He says, listen, they're going to miss out on life. And they're going to miss out on all the awesome, it, like really, truly what it means to be filled with peace and joy. They're going to, they're, all that all that reward, they're going to miss out on it. The peace that passes all, they're going to miss out on it. They are going to be parched from all of life and life to the full like salt on the tongue of someone craving water. And, and it feels so harsh, but I, I, I want to draw us in to this idea, this reality. This is what we've become. As we have rebelled against God and we have chosen to listen to human influencers, human prophets that aren't guided by, guided by God's word and God's way is, is, is we have a culture that's just exhausted, burnt out, divorced, broke, stressed, anxious, paranoid, <laughs> suicidal. This is the byproduct of what this looks like. And so Jeremiah's like, stop it. Start listening to God and what he's telling us to do. And what I love about the person of Jesus is he steps into that place and he says to you and I, as he says to the woman at the well, I am living water. Drink of my words, live in my ways and you will have life. And he died and rose again in resurrection power to bring life. But why are we so addicted to listening to human influence instead of what the Lord is calling us to do? Because who we listen to determines how we grow. Are we listening to humanity or are we listening to God? So the question is very, very simple. Who are you listening to? Father God, forgive us. And as you said on the cross, we know not what we do. We are so easily led astray by the words that are trying to tickle our ears from our culture. Lead us into your life and your words and your way for your glory. So, take a breath. Reflect. And believe that the God of the universe is nearer to you than your own heartbeat. Till next time, cheers.